0: The Green Bay Packers had a chance to get right against the Detroit Lions, a historically bad defense. Instead, everything went wrong from turnovers at inopportune times to injuries to bad play calls and bad decision making and particularly bad quarterback play, leaving the Packers to wonder what is the rest of the 2022 season for this team. Bukowski and I cover the Packers for the Leap. A newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. A colossal failure. That's what we saw on Sunday in Detroit, an unmitigated disaster. In a game in which the Packers were on pace at halftime to have 410 yards of offense, they had precisely zero points because in the low red zone, Aaron Rodgers twice threw interceptions. They had three drives in the first half and in Lions territory. Two of them inside the 10-yard line came away with zero points. Jair Alexander gets an interception. It is the thing that is supposed to get them back in the mix. And in the second half, the defense could not get it going because... Aaron Rodgers throws the ball right back. Two plays later, throws it right to the safety. Who made a nice play on the ball, but Big Bob Tunyon is not open on that play. Rodgers all game forced RPO throws when he could have given the ball to the running back. Made bad decisions with the football through uncatchable passes. There was one Samori Toure had a walk-in touchdown. Rodgers underthrows him by a solid three, four yards. He puts the ball out in front to Alan Lazard on fourth and three. Why the slot fade is the call? I don't know, but you've got it open. It's there. Make a better throw. They couldn't. They couldn't even get lined up because they couldn't get the play call in off a timeout. That's Matt LaFleur. And then Aaron Rodgers at the line of scrimmage tries to get everything perfect. No one's ready. The ball is being snapped with zeros on the, the, the clock, which is appropriate because that's what this team was today. They were zeros. They played a one in six team that did not even play well and lost because they are not a good football team. And I can't explain it because they have 389 yards of offense in this game. They outgained the Lions per play by over a yard I mean, they held the Lions, one of the most explosive offenses in the league, to 254 yards of offense, 25 minutes of possession time for the Detroit Lions. They only scored 15 points. We're going to talk about the defense because the defense actually played pretty well in this game. It was offensive ineptitude. And that has been a consistent problem for this team all season. There is no excuse. No excuse for nine points against the Detroit Lions. Nine. Let's just go through the Lions' schedule for a second. The Eagles scored 38. Eagles are really good. The Commanders scored 27 with Carson Wentz. The Vikings scored 28. The Seahawks scored 48. The Patriots scored 29. The Cowboys scored 24 and the Dolphins scored 31. That means Carson Wentz outscored Aaron Rodgers. Kirk Cousins outscored Aaron Rodgers. Geno Smith outscored Aaron Rodgers. Bailey Zappi outscored Aaron Rodgers. Tua Tungavailoa outscored Aaron Rodgers. This is the guy you are paying $50 million a year. It doesn't matter who he's throwing the ball to. You can't throw it into a linebacker's helmet on the goal line. You just can't do it. You can't throw the ball into the middle of the field to Tunyon when you have safeties on either side. It's just a bad decision. Inexplicable decision-making from Aaron Rodgers throughout this game for a guy that looked disengaged yet again. Does he want to be out there? Does he want to be out there? Because to me, he does not look like a guy who wants to be out there even. Mrs. Samori Toure, that's his fight. I was so glad to see him fired up about the miss on Samori Toure because it reminded me that he cares because for much of this game, he didn't look like he cared. This game was not on the offensive line. This game was not on the play calling, which by the way, there are some issues with the play calling. Part of that is because of the way Aaron Rodgers wants to play football. But there were plays to be made. I watch Jared Goff. They scored. Jared Goff was bad in this game. Terrible, mostly. They scored 15. They scored twice. Two touchdowns. The Green Bay Packers against one of the worst defenses we have ever, ever seen. They score one touchdown. I don't care if I'm running routes out there. This offense can't be this bad. This offense cannot be this bad. It is an institutional failure. That starts with Brian Gutekunst, although I think the players, by and large, are good enough. That means it's Matt LaFleur. That means it's Adam Stenovich. That means it's the quarterback's coach, Tom Clements. I wonder what the grade was from Tom Clements this week. I can't wait for Aaron Rodgers to tell us it was his best of the season. Can't wait for that. It's the receivers, coaches. You have veterans. Sammy Watkins doesn't know where to be half the time. And when he does, he's, he's not making the play. Samori so Toure was the second best receiver really in this game because Alan Lazard was the best receiver in this game. And Romeo Dobbs gets hurt. Christian Watson gets hurt. That's not their fault. That's just, that's just bad luck. But it doesn't matter because the, the Lions are converting with backup tight ends. And Khalif Raymond... Three interceptions in this game. And yeah, one of them was a little unlucky, but Rodgers has Al Lazard wide open and throws it right at a linebacker's helmet. Not a linebacker who, who shifted back and undercut the throw. Linebacker's right there getting blocked. He's right in Aaron Rodgers' field vision, And Rodgers hits him in the helmet. A guy who can put the ball seemingly wherever he wants, could not in this game and has not been able to this season. He has not done what he has been paid to do this season, and that is elevate his teammates. We can have reasonable discussions about the quality of those teammates. Offensive line was good enough today in pass protection. There were receivers open. There There was a play. He didn't throw it to Al Lazard who was, as Andy Herman joked, covered by an equally wide open Big Bob Tunyon down the field. Rodgers threw to neither of them. If this is the quarterback play that you're getting, you could be getting this from Jordan Love. You could get three interceptions and one touchdown for 291 yards with Jordan Love against a historically bad defense. You could get that. Why are you paying 50, $50 million dollars for this for this season the extension they just signed 50 million dollars for this it's it's no longer excusable and we're pa- i mean look i you know i've been past excuses with this for a long time but any of the guys out there who are still trying to cape for Aaron Rodgers have to admit he is not playing even close to the standard that he has set. This game was not about drops. This game was not about blocking and pressure. Aaron Rodgers had plenty of time Most most plays. He made a couple of nice plays with his legs, made a couple of nice throws, no question about it. But when you see offenses manufacturing plays to much lesser players, I mean, look at what Atlanta is able to do. Atlanta scored 17 today. Wow against a much better Chargers defense. Carolina scored 21 today. Now, they were getting blown out. But that's with P.J. Walker and Baker Mayfield. So, like, there, there's just no excuse to be this bad. None. There is no way to excuse it. And it is on everybody. It is on everybody. And here is, here is the, the biggest thing moving forward that I worry about. Because Aaron Rodgers clearly not going to be a part of this team in at most a year's time, might not be a part of this team next year. But Matt LaFleur presumably will be. I think almost irrespective of what happens here the the rest of the way, unless they lose every game from here on out. And then you just have to tank the whole thing. It's just dynamite time. You just got to explode it all and figure out the rest. But Matt LaFleur is going to be the coach, presumably. In 2023 and beyond. So, at what point does what's happening now start to really hurt your team moving forward? At what point do your players who are on this roster, who are going to be a part of this roster for a long time, start to lose faith in your head coach because you are acquiescing to a quarterback who is not playing well at all? You've bent over backwards to make every accommodation to him. And this is your reward for that. At a certain point, It's too much. At a certain point, you have to say, I'm taking back control of this team and this organization. Because it turns out handing the control over to Aaron Rodgers is a bad formula. Talk about Brian Gudekinst and the, the missed trades and all that stuff. The offense scored nine points against the worst defense in football, a defense So bad. We talked about this on Friday. A defense so bad, they made the 31st-ranked defense look like a slightly below average group. That was how big the difference was in EPA per play. 32nd to 31st was the same gap as 31 to 18. The Lions were that much worse than everyone else defensively. And this team scored one touchdown against them because your MVP quarterback threw three interceptions, two of them inside the five-yard line. Neither of them good plays. I mean, the, the David Bakhtiari play, my God. They have they, they have it. David Bakhtiari is wide open. Greg Olson's going nuts like this is the best play he's ever seen. Aiden Hutchinson. And it's five yards short of David Bakhtiari because Rodgers gets to his landmark and then just throws a fadeaway jumper. I mean, it's, it's a jump throw. For what? He had time to set his feet and throw back across the field. He didn't want to. Didn't feel like it. Couldn't be bothered. That's, that has been his approach to this whole season. Couldn't be bothered. And I don't know if it's, you know, I'm, I'm not, not to go too far into the psychoanalysis of this, but it, it, it's just, it is, it's, that is how his play looks. That he just can't be bothered. And that's, by the way, some of his comments have echoed that. Nah, well, you know we got 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 to catch the ball and guys got to block and we what up? No, no. I mean, I have I have been saying this for weeks. It's not going to change. Clearly now, if you want accountability from Aaron Rodgers, you're just not going to get it. You have come to the wrong place. You want car parts? We sell coffee. I'm sorry. Just not going to happen. And it's and even if it does happen now, it's too little, too late. It's too little too late because now you basically have to fully run the table. You still have to play the the Eagles. You still have to play Dallas. You still have to go to Miami. You still have to play the Rams who are probably going to be desperate. Then you got to play the Vikings who just look like a, a flat out better team. The bears are a better team right now than the green Bay Packers. The offense looks much better. And Justin Fields is playing much better than Aaron Rodgers This season Aaron Rodgers has been the fourth best quarterback in the NFC North. Like, inarguably. Like, Kirk Cousins is definitely above him. And over the last month, Justin Fields has played better than we have seen Rodgers play all season. And then, you know, they're, the, the, the Lions can't, can't win a game, but, you know, they can score. Is not all on Jared Goff. They scored thirty-five against the Eagles. Scored thirty-six against the Commanders. They scored forty-five against the Seahawks, and they scored twenty-seven last week against the Dolphins. Packers would kill to score twenty-seven points, but they can't do it. They can't do it right now. All right, we're going to talk about the defense because the defense actually showed up in this game. But before we do, let's talk about our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy the right way where you're not playing against some finance bros with fancy algorithms and 5,000 entries where they're just hoping to hit on one or two and get the big payout. That's the game that they're playing. You don't have to do that at prize picks because you're just playing against the projection. One prize picks number. Well, a couple, cause you got to put a couple together. So Aaron Rodgers passing yards over. It went over in this game. He had more than the projection. Aaron Jones, rushing yards. Nope. Mm-mm. He had fewer. You put those together, if you would have got that right, you can get up to 10 times your money. And they don't just have football. They've got basketball. They've got, they've got baseball, which you can't do anymore, but you can eventually, again. They've got NHL, golf, all kinds of great stuff. They are, it, it's so easy to do. You can make an entry in less than 60 seconds. Download the Picks app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. You put in hundred bucks, leave you a hundred bucks. Put in 50, they'll give you 50. What, put in 100, they'll give you 100. Don't forget to use the promo code Locked On to sign up for that instant deposit match up to $100. And thanks for making Locked On Packers your first listen. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today, my show. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today. Available on wherever you're listening to this currently, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. Okay, so the defense without Devondre Campbell, and then you lose Eric Stokes in this game, you hold an explosive Detroit Lions offense. Jared Goff, 14 of 26 for 137, and you get an interception that could have been a tide turner, except Aaron Rodgers threw the ball right back. Aaron Rodgers was outplayed in a game where Jared Goff went 14-26 of for 137. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. And it wasn't even the ground game that got them beat. Lions averaged 3.8 yards per carry. Jamal Williams, 3.4 yards a carry. DeAndre Swift only, only carried it two times. Now, he did have the big catch to set up the touchdown. But if you hold the Detroit Lions to 15 points, you are doing well. That is well below their season average for points. They average 25 points a game. That's a top 10 scoring offense in the league. The thing is, is they give up 32 points a game. They average losing a game by a touchdown. You offensively managed one touchdown. So the defense did its job. And and was it perfect? No. First catch from Amara St. Brown, the, the nearest defenders, Preston Smith. Like, God. But, by and large, it worked. They were able to stop the run relatively successfully. And it they, they did require that first opening drive, fourth down stop, but they got it. They got it. And then after that, you know, you, you're getting three and outs. Now, at the end of the first half, you allow the score, but it's a, it's a short field score because the Packers turned the ball over on downs because Alan Lazard couldn't make a play on a throw that Aaron Rodgers needs to get the ball out a little bit more in front. Now, was Alan Lazard perfect in this game? No. For a couple of plays, I felt like he should have made, including that one probably, but couldn't make it. And that's the difference. When you don't have Romeo Dobbs, you don't have Christian Watson, you rely so much more on Alan Lazard. He's just not that level of player. He's a very solid player. He's a really good rotational NFL player. Really solid number two. But you need more complementary pieces if he's going to be that and, and they didn't have it and that's a big problem. This is, this is the second half for the Packers defense. They get a pick, a three and out where they go three plays minus two yards. But then after the Packers get a touchdown, they give up the touchdown, which is a bummer, but then the Packers cut it to a one score game and they... Get the turnover on downs that they need. The fourth down stop to give the Packers offense the ball with a chance. Go back to the first half. Aaron Rodgers throws the interception in the end zone. Defense, three plays minus seven yards punt. Packers drive the ball down again. Interception in the end zone. Packers. Hold them to 32 yards and a punt. That is what you need. That is playing complimentary football. You need your defense to pick your offense up. And the defense did that. Even late, even with the touchdown. The Packers were able to come back and get the field goal to make it a one-score game. Then all the Packers have to do is get a stop. And this has been the problem all year. The Packers' defense plays well enough but the Packers' offense does nothing. They've been shut out 14 times in the first quarter. That is tied for the most in the league going back to 2021 with Houston and Pittsburgh. Davis Mills and Ben Roethlisberger plus Mitch Trubisky plus Kenny Pickett. That is brutal when you have Aaron Rodgers at your quarterback. That's bad scripting out of the floor. That's bad execution. That's bad, all kinds of stuff. And then you give the ball back to your offense. With, with a real opportunity. I mean, at the, at the 43. So now all you have to do is go 57 yards to win the game. The Packers had multiple drives in this game where they went 57 yards. They did on the first interception play. They went 47 on the second interception play. And they went 61 on the drive where they turned it over on downs. 68 play or 68 yards on the field goal drive. 54 yards on the touchdown drive. That's all they needed to do and they couldn't do it. And and one of the reasons, unfortunately, we have to go back to the offensive part of this is it's first and 10 at the 17-yard line for the Packers. They throw a shot play to Alan Lazard that is Rodgers as a throwaway. Hero ball. Second down. Rail shot. Now, could that have been defensive pass interference? Yeah, absolutely it could have been. I thought it probably should have been called. But what do you? why? You have three timeouts. The Packers could have easily gone to bed in this game with three timeouts. Didn't do it. And then on third and 10, luckily not be intercepted, hero ball shot into the end zone, into coverage. Fourth down, who even knows? Aaron Rodgers expecting one thing, Sammy Watkins does another. This is, it typifies this Packers team. They cannot, for the life of them, play complimentary football. The defense played well enough to win. Even in the big moments, they get the big stop. You give the ball back to Aaron Rodgers with two minutes left on a short field. You expect to win that game. You have to, have to, have to win that game. For the Packers to still come up short is a reflection on this plan. And yes, it reflects on Aaron Rodgers for not playing well enough, but it also reflects on Brian Gutekinst and Matt LaFleur. And particularly Brian Gutekinst for not doing more to bet against or hedge against decline from Aaron Rodgers because that's what we've seen. I think part of it is Matt LaFleur and this offense being a little bit too Rodgers-centric, doing a little bit too much of the stuff he wants. Aaron Nagler pointed this out that in situations where they absolutely have to have it, they revert to McCarthy, just go win stuff. Fourth and three, slot fade. That's a route you got to win. Now it's winning against open grass and all that stuff. If you're expecting man coverage, it's not a bad play call, but everything has to be so perfect and your receiver has to consistently win. Devontae Adams makes that play nine out of 10 times. Alan Lazard makes that play five and a half or six out of 10 times, and that margin... Is the difference between winning or losing? All right, we're going to talk about the injuries because there is a lot to get to here. But before we do, let's talk about Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for betting football. You got the basketball season here. Uh, golf is in the thick of their kind of like off season stuff. Not a lot of fun stuff, but you know you can always wager on it, and that makes it a lot funner. Um, not a word. The fastest and easiest way to check on all your favorite games, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more bet online where the game starts and thanks for making locked on packers your first listen check out locked on sports today my show the biggest stories of the day plus instant reactions big game recaps and the take of the day available on the odyssey app youtube or wherever you get podcasts okay so how do we get through all of these injuries romeo dobbs leaves the game on a cart not great bob Christian Watson evaluated for a concussion. Not great, Bob. David Bakhtiari leaves the game and then comes back in a very weird situation. John Runyon leaves the game. He's he's coming back. That's a less weird situation because he was just able to come back in and play. You lose Eric Stokes. Not able to come back. Russell Douglas, probably an upgrade on the boundary right now. But then Keyshawn Nixon has a key penalty late. That's a problem. You already lost Devondre Campbell. Um, and, and so you're, you're having to play Isaiah McDuffie and Chris Barnes. You lose Aaron Jones in this game, and A.J. Dillon looks like a shell of his former Godzilla self. I, I don't get why he looks so less explosive this year than last year. And it just felt like the kind of game where your season is slipping away. You, you're losing to the Lions. These guys are hurt, and you have this chance. Man, you have this chance. You have this chance to go get the game, to go win it, to get back to, to four and five and back in the middle of things, and you can't do it, and then you leave. So you, now you lose six losses on the year, and don't know if Eric Stokes is going to play this week. Don't know if Fondre Campbell is going to play this week. Don't know if David Bakhtiari is going to play this week. Don't know, you know if Romeo Dobbs or Christian Watson can play this week. It is just becoming clear that this is a lost season for the Green Bay Packers. And so you have to decide then what you want to do moving forward, who you want to be, what do you want to find out, what do you want to accomplish? You'd like to if whether or not Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback of the future for you, you probably need to still find an identity for this season on the chance he wants to come back and play again next year. He does not look like a guy that wants to play much longer. To me. Now, maybe he wants to get traded in the offseason, and you can do that, and, and he gets reinvigorated somewhere else, a la a certain other former Vikings legendary quarterback. Um, I, I don't know. But the chances of getting to the playoffs now are, are pretty close to nil. The injuries are stacking up. So now what do you want to learn? What do you want to be? Who do you want to, who do you want to try and emulate? And if you're Matt LaFleur, do you want to keep losing like this? Is this the way you want to go down? Because this is the way Aaron Rodgers wants to go down. Aaron Rodgers wanted to throw the ball 40 times in this game. And he threw it 43 times, and it was his worst game of the year. Do you want to go down that way? Because if this keeps going like this, you're going to keep losing games. You've got too many games against good teams left. These games, I mean, they're a top 10 draft pick team right now. So at what point does Matt LaFleur look around and go, I'm, I'm fighting for my job here. Because if they go like four and, what, what is it, four and 13, five and 12, people are going to start looking at Matt LaFleur like, yo, this is your team. Aaron Rodgers is the back-to-back MVP. He, he did this, not you. Now, I don't think that's true, but it's going to start to look more true than I think it is right now. And I'm going to have to start asking some questions about it I'm already at the point where I'm going, is Matt LaFleur as good as we thought? Can Matt LaFleur retake control of this team, retake control of the offensive identity? Can he do that? Or is he going to prove all of the doubters right when he was hired that he was, he's there to basically rubber stamp whatever Aaron Rodgers wants to do? That he has to decide what the future of this team is because Aaron Rodgers is not the future of this team. Matt LaFleur, if he wants to be, it's on him to make that decision. And then you have to coach the rest of the season with that in mind. Now, I'm not saying that that means go to Jordan Love, although certainly when they're mathematically eliminated, you have to. I don't care what Aaron Rodgers wants to do. I don't care if Aaron Rodgers wants to play. This team owes it to to the organization to see if Jordan Love can play. So if they lose two or three more games, it's over. Go sit, Aaron. We'll see what Jordan Love can do. That has to be what happens here. Now, we're not quite there yet, but this team has to decide what they want to accomplish here and and find a way to find something positive to take out of this season because I'm looking around going, I don't know if there's a positive to take out of this season right now. I really don't. I really don't. What is the positive right now? I'm trying. I'm trying. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I wish I did. I wish I had a better answer. <sighs> All right. We'll be back tomorrow. Expert Tuesday. We've got Zayu doing on Wednesday, crossover Thursday and our live show on. No, we, we're not going to have a live show on Friday. Um, I will be traveling. Um, I have a wedding. Um, and so uh, we will we will not be doing that. Hopefully, I will have a short interview show that we can put up, but not have a live show on Friday. We will be live on Sunday after the game. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to come hang out with us live, Uh, You can do that on our Locked On Packers YouTube channel. Subscribe to us there so you can stay Locked On Packers.